the Brahma Muhurta, the time of totality, and it is available every day. Welcome to the Vital Veda Show. I am your host, Dylan Smith. I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner and holistic health educator and someone who is very grateful for you joining me today. Today we have a solo cast, a solo podcast with myself talking about a very common and very core concept in Ayurveda. But first, what is Ayurveda? Very quickly and briefly, for those who are new to it, Ayurveda is a Sanskrit word which means the science of life. It is the science based in laws of nature on how to live life to reap the most benefit, to reap the most fulfillment, to reap the most wealth, purpose, resources, pleasure, and ultimately liberation. That is what Ayurveda is. It's the science of life. It's the science on how to achieve those things and how to live and experience those things in life. So in Ayurveda, for those who are familiar with, you know, it's part of the Veda. The Veda is that body of knowledge, that natural law which governs all aspects of nature. And here at the Vital Veda podcast, you know, this is a show based on health, consciousness, spirituality, and we, you know, try to draw from all of these. And usually it's me interviewing experts, you know, guests who are experts in the field of spirituality, consciousness, health, whatever it may be. And as you may recognize, this, particularly this year, 2021, even the, you know, second half of this year, it's been quite Vedic. You know, it's good for the Vedic nerds. We've had a lot of wonderful episodes. The last episode was with Janavi and Kamala from the Samadhi Collective talking about Sanskrit and Vedic chanting, which is you know, the, the sound that nature makes, the primordial sounds of nature and the power of them in our lives and in expressing various aspects of life. And early before that, we had one with Dr. Robert Svoboda on honoring your ancestors for celestial support. So how to connect with our ancestors and so many beautiful things upcoming next we have with Raghunath Kapow and boy that is an awesome episode stay tuned for next fortnight we release these fortnightly and Raghunath Kapow grew up as a punk rocker he was quite a famous punk rock band in US touring all around America and playing to tens of thousands of people and then he basically discovered the Vedas and Bhakti Yoga and became a monk and came back into punk rock started a second band which was even more successful and he was basically in a punk rock back in the punk rock scene touring as a monk as a Hare krishna um devotee as a bhakti yoga devotee but it's it's a fantastic story and he's a he's a really really beautiful man someone who i truly believe has really transcended his ego in a very healthy way in a very relatable way so anyway check that out next fortnight and on that topic just subscribe to the vital way to show that's the best way to be informed and you know not miss what comes and also in that sense if you want to support us leave a review and on itunes or on google reviews or facebook and there's also the vital veda facebook community a space where we all share knowledge and ask questions to each other and get each other's opinions and you hear from various experts i'm not only the one moderating that forum there's other wonderful experts in health and field of consciousness and that's one other aspect. And lastly, for today, I'll share with you the Vital Veda Instagram is probably the place where we share the most knowledge. So today's topic is actually the first thing mentioned in the Dinacharya. Dinacharya is a very common fundamental concept in Ayurveda. Dina means daily and Charya means 
regime or path. And Dinacharya is the knowledge on how to live your daily routine, how to live your day on a certain path, which that path promotes Ayush, that path promotes Ayur, which is part of Ayurveda. That path promotes that profound fulfillment in life that we were talking about is what Ayurveda teaches us. And one component is how to live your daily routine. And the very first thing on the teachings of Ayurveda, daily routine is so extensive. There's so many wonderful rituals and rites you can implement and that you will continue to learn for the rest of your life and lives beyond that of different ways to live your daily routine and different practices to implement and it's ever growing and it's ever expansive but it within that expansiveness and that complexity and that sophistication is great simplicity because this dinacharya this daily routine aligns you with the natural law so i highly recommend you explore the ayurvedic daily routine and begin to just integrate them into your life and experiment you know try these things which we mentioned and there's so many things and if you want to learn more about those things you can check out thevitalveda.com.au or rather vitalveda.com.au the vital veda website that is and we share plenty of articles and on instagram we talk about the various things you can do in a daily routine and experiment and try and see how it feels in your life because ultimately all these recommendations are recommendations from natural law they are innate within you so in the beginning you may need a bit of discipline and knowledge of how to integrate these and experiment with them but essentially it's what your body truly desires so you'll get to know that so the very first thing in the dinacharya is called the brahma muhurta brahma means totality absolute totality that field of consciousness which everything springs from that absolute field of pure consciousness and muhurta means time period so the brahma muhurta means the time of totality and i'll quote you the shloka the vedic hymn that is the first teaching in the dinacharya aspect of ayurveda and it says brahmi muhurta utishta jina jina nirupayam so brahmi muhurta brahmi of course comes from the name brahma totality but brahmik is the verb form of totality of brahma so brahmik is which has brahma which has that absolute totality and what is it in this case it's the muhurta brahmi muhurta muhurta is time period so the time period which has brahma and then it says utishta which means get up wake up in the morning get up jina jina nirupaya Jina ajina means digestion and indigestion and nirupaya means to judge so it says wake up in this time of totality called the brahma muhurta but judge the state of your digestion or your indigestion so we're going to go into what this brahma muhurta is what this time of totality but the first thing in the dinacharya in ayurveda the first thing in the daily routine is saying get up in this time of totality called the brahma muhurta but check your digestion so what is this brahma muhurta the brahma muhurta is a time of totality it's a specific time period before sunset okay this is general sunset in the sense of unless you're in a scandinavia country where you sorry before sunrise before sunrise the brahma muhurta is the time before sunrise and again if you're in scandinavia where sunrise is you know it's dark for four hours or one hour in the summer whatever it is we're just talking general 
we can say around 5.30 to 6 a.m. in general. But whenever your sun rises, that time before is called the time of totality. We say usually it's between 3.30 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. This is the general time for the Brahma Muhurta. Some may even say it's 48 minutes before the sunrise. But that 48 minutes before sunrise, which is a general Muhurta, a general time period of complete wholeness, that is perhaps the maximum time of Brahma Muhurta. But anyhow, but even earlier, before 48 minutes before sunrise, such as 3.30 or 4 a.m., that is also a powerful time of Brahma. Brahma is that totality. Now, anything at the time of Brahma Mahurta, so let's say 3.30 to 5.30 a.m. in general, that is the time to wake up in the morning because that is the time in Ayurveda which we call the Vata time. Vata is basically the elements. It's a summary of the elements, the air and space element. So Ayurveda recognizes that there's five elements in the universe, space, air, fire, water, earth. Every single thing, every planet, every human being, every object, every season, every time of the day, every part of the day has a dominance and a different variety and levels of these five elements. And before sunrise in the Brahma Mahurta, it's predominantly space and air, vata. Of course it is. It's still dark. The space, the galaxies are shining on us, the stars, it's that celestial time. So this is the Vata time. And that Vata time is considered Brahma, which is absolute totality, but also creativity. It's the creative power of natural law. This is the time when everything is moving. The subtle aspects are moving. This is the time when people wake up. You know, after 3.30 a.m., people will wake up to go to the toilet. They will have dreams then. They will just get up anyway. They will have lighter sleep then. This is because, really, our nervous system is beginning to wake up and is waking up at this time. So even though you're in the bed, for you may stay in bed till 9 a.m. and sleep in, but that rest after 3.30 is very not beneficial compared to the rest in about between 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. And you can listen to a recent podcast on the Vital Veda podcast on optimal sleep. And we talk about how what's more important is when you sleep rather than how long you sleep for. I'll repeat, the best thing to optimize your sleep, it's more about when you sleep. It's not about how many hours you sleep for. So you can listen to that Vital Veda podcast on optimal sleep. So this Brahma Mahurta, this time of totality, is, you know, we're wakeful. Our nervous system is waking and one of the big qualities of this vata, of this air and space element, is knowledge perception. It's called gandana. And this is a profound time to perceive and absorb knowledge. In fact, in Ayurveda, it said this is the time to study in this Brahma Mahurta between 3.30 a.m. and 5.30 a.m. That's the best time to study. And I have patients who are, you know, working executives or businessmen or corporate and not even them, anyone who... Some of my patients choose to work then, but especially those people who are very driven in their work and, you know, maybe a bit of a workaholic. They love to work at this time because they're more efficient. And it's true because this is the time of totality. Anything you choose to do at this time will have greater power. And this is why the yogis, 
and the rishis and the sages, they meditate at this time. They do yoga then they wake up because maximum creative intelligence in nature is available at this time. This is the time when the birds are waking up, the animals are waking up. Even before they wake up, you can still utilize this time. Humans are considered to be more evolved than these animal species. And in regards to their state of consciousness and their brain, it's more evolved. So we can be ahead of those animal kingdoms and insect kingdoms and utilize this time for this maximum creative intelligence that is available. So we should learn to use this time. Another aspect of this time is a main quality of vata is gati, which means movement. So during this time, if you wake up at this time, it's not just like this is only available, all these qualities during 3.30 and 5.30 a.m. But if you wake up then and utilize these qualities, they stay with you throughout the rest of the day. And we explored this in the sleep podcast. If you wake up before sunrise and do your thing, you'll feel so much more energized and creative and light. Those are all qualities of vata, the air and space element, dominant at that time. But the more you sleep in, even though you're in the bed for longer, you'd think you'd be getting more rest. Actually, the kapha, the earth element is increased. And that earth element, that kapha, that sluggish feeling, that heaviness stays with you throughout the day. So once again, you wake up before sunrise, you will feel more creative energy, light. But if you wake up after sunrise, you sleep in, although you're in the bed for longer, you get that kapha for the rest of the day. You get that heaviness, sluggishness. So waking up in this Brahma Mahurta, you keep that energy for the rest of the day and you are much more efficient. You're much more creative and you have this lightness feeling. So one of the qualities of Vata is, as I said, Gati movement. It's another good way to promote good movements of the waste products. You know, we should be eliminating our waste in the early morning. We should be having a good bowel motion before any coffee or any food or any breakfast every day, according to Ayurveda. And absolutely, that is so true. It's so important for health to be able to eliminate your toxins properly and not just the bowel motion, but the urine and the sweat, but particularly the bowel motion in the morning and the urine. So, these are mostly optimized and easily to move out the body in this Brahma Mahurta. Again, the more you sleep in, the more kapha, the more sluggishness, the more sluggish your bowels are, the more sluggish your elimination is. So simply waking up early can promote a morning bowel motion. So this vata dosha, this air and space, it governs birth. It's the birth of creation. And during this time, the Brahma Mahurta, all the doshas, all the five elements of nature, They're in an equilibrium state. And waking up then will promote samadhatu, healthy tissues of the body, which creates longevity, and this malakriya, this elimination of the waste products, as well as this samadhatu, this samadosha, this healthy doshas, these healthy elements. So these are the many factors of waking up in the Brahma Mahurta to capture this creativity, you know, utilize it to be creative to study Ayurveda, to study whatever you want to study, to work on something, to meditate, to do yoga. Everyone knows you meditate then and you will have a deeper meditation most likely and a more restful meditation and you will reap greater benefits from meditation. And it's not so much about your experience in meditation, but how you feel after it. You know, if Even if you feel half asleep, if you need to discipline yourself and, you know, my teacher says after 3.30 a.m., anytime you get up, Wake up, sorry. Anytime you wake up, just get up. Even if you wake up at 4 a.m. to go to the toilet, 
for some reason wake up at 4.30 and you just woke up for some reason because I told you your body is naturally waking up then. So if you do get up or wake up, get up, just get up. Just jump out of bed as much as you can, not too fast. Get out of bed and go to the bathroom. Wash your face with cold water. Brush your teeth, scrape your tongue. These things will wake you up. Then go ahead and maybe move your body a bit to again awaken it a bit more. Just some gentle stretches or movements of the spine, even if it's for 30 seconds. And then do your morning program, do your meditation, do your yoga, do your study, do your sacred prayer. Whatever you want to do, do it then. And even in the beginning, it may feel like you're doing these things while you're half asleep. That's fine because this Brahma Mahurta is closer towards the field of transcendence. So do your morning routine in this field. Do your meditation if you're half asleep. Usually after meditation, we recommend to take two minutes to transition out of the meditation. To pour, to stop the practice, but still keep the eyes closed for two minutes until you transition back into the waking state. But that two minutes might turn into a 30-minute lie down. But the fact that you'll get up around maybe sunrise or after sunrise and you would have finished your morning program, you will feel so much more energy that day. You know, win the morning, win the day. You will most probably radiate with energy and bounce into the day ahead with enthusiasm. Enthusiasm is a key component of vata as well. So all these aspects will occur. As they're saying, it may take a little bit of diligence and it may be a bit slower to integrate. But even if it's slow and it feels like it's dragging and it's very slow time and it's cosmic time and this vata, this will definitely regenerate you with deeper rest rather than doing your morning routine, which we recommend for everyone to do some type of morning routine whether if you were to do that after sunrise. So there's great benefit of waking up and then doing this in the Brahma Mahurta, this time of totality. You want to capture that power. And of course, for that, you want to go to sleep before 10 p.m. Because as we talked about in the sleep podcast, it's about when you sleep. And the most crucial time for sleep is between 10 and 2. And if you're sleeping at that time, the whole time, in a, with healthy sleep hygiene, i.e. with no dirty things around you like electromagnetic fields or lights or any other things that disturb sleep, then you should be able to get up early. You will transcend the need to need so much horizontal time. Whatever state of health you're in, of course, the elderly, the, the children, the sick, they are allowed to sleep in. And there's very different types of people with certain diseases or night performers or night workers. They have this these rules or these exceptions in Ayurveda where they can sleep in, but there's a way to do that and approach that. But anyone, whatever state you're in, you know, the more you sleep at that time and the more you meditate, especially because you're getting this deeper rest in meditation than you can get while you're horizontal at night, you will transcend the need to sleep as much and you will be, you will be reaping much greater benefit by getting up in the Brahma Mahurta, shedding, although you are not in the bed, for more hours in fact you're in the bed for less hours but still when you get up you will have greater energy that day you will have a more restful state of awareness you will have more restful alertness throughout that whole day when you wake up and you get up in the brahma mohurta so i'm going to finish the shloka and it said brahmi mohurta utishta jina jina nirupayan so brahma mohurta utishta get up in the brahma mohurta jina ajina 
Gina and Jeanette, digestion, judge your state of digestion because there is a saying that if you experiencing indigestion that night, for example, you had a big pizza, Italian pizza with cheese and spinach, organic cheese, but it, you had it and finished it eating or maybe around 9.30 p.m. or 10 p.m. and then you had ice cream. You, you ate a lot that night because it was a celebratory time. That's fine. Should have been earlier. But anyway, then that next day you can sleep in because that will help the digestion. However, there's two. There's a way to approach this in Ayurveda and it's still get up when you get up and do your morning routine, whether that be definitely go to the toilet and eliminate the wastes and eliminate the waste off your tongue by tongue scraping, removing those toxins, especially that will be increased after a night of pizza and, you know, wash, wash yourself, do what you need to do. And then if you want to continue your morning routine, that may be advice depending on how you feel. Usually it is advice. So meditate and do whatever you want. And then go back to sleep for half of the time that you lost. So for example, if you went to bed at 1am because you were partying all night after a beautiful big dinner, you know, you've lost 10, 11, 12, 1, three hours you kind of were past your bedtime. So you would sleep in for half of that, one and a half hours you could sleep in. But once again, sleep in after you've eliminated your waste, you've done some morning routine. So maybe you can sit, meditate, and after your meditation, have a sleep in. Still get up early, even if you're going to bed at 2 a.m. or 2.30. Get up when you get up naturally and do your morning routine and change that sleep to a more meditative sleep by doing your program and sleeping of course, there's all those exceptions. If you're a night worker, if you're going to do these things, you can sleep. You need to also listen to your body. You need to learn all these aspects of Ayurveda and learn the morning routine and how it integrates with your life and say, do I need to sleep? Or could I maybe meditate and then continue sleeping, half sleeping, either, either sitting up or lying down, whatever is for you. Definitely, these are guidelines for you to start interacting with because these are the the guidelines that align with nature and then you can utilize these and learn your own patterns and listen to yourself and become more intuitive in your body and your circadian rhythms and your rest and wake cycles so this is what all these teachings are for ultimately because you're a unique individual and you yes you can design your own daily routine and you should design your own daily routine because you are so unique and so beautiful and different to every single one and you live in a different location and you live in a different climate so you need to learn to utilize the principles of ayurveda so that you can adapt to your unique self so this is the brahma mahuta this is why that that shlok, it says, Nirupayan, judge. You're the judge. You need to judge this. And this is the Brahma Mahota. So once you get up, you can do all the routine and then continue. So I hope you utilize this beautiful time called the Brahma Mahota or the Brahmi Mahota, however you want to say it, based on this word Brahma or Brahmik, the, for, the verb form which has Brahma, the Mahota, this time period which has Brahma, such a beautiful time period. I hope you can get up. You know, even if you're not a morning person and you sometimes do for some exercise or for some event and you got up before the sunrise, everything is more quiet. Everything is more towards transcendence. Everything is more powerful. And you have the opportunity to utilize it and hitchhike on that. So, my dear friend, please experiment. 
Learn about the Ayurvedic Dinacharya, but experiment with what I've just shared with you. Learn about the sleep so you can get the most out of your sleep. And even if you think you're sleeping well and you're not waking up, optimize that. I want you to wake up and want to jump out of bed in the morning. No snoozing. That is one of the indicators of proper health. Ayurveda has a very, very clear definition of health. And one of them is samadosha, which means when you go to sleep at night, you fall asleep straight away. And when you wake up in the morning, you just want to get up and get moving and jump out of bed essentially. So this will happen when you're optimizing your sleep. You will have that ability to get up. So please share on Instagram story. Tag and write about getting up in the Brahma Mahurta and how does it feel? What are you doing in the Brahma Mahurta? Share it on the Vital Veda community Facebook page where we share things with each other and we ask questions and we recommend things to each other and share knowledge. However you want, share this episode with your friend. So let's do something in the Brahma Mahurta. Let's go for a sunrise walk. Let's watch the sunrise. Another powerful thing. And then Dindacharya has many, many more recommendations and we will share them and we do share them in Vital Veda. So we will share more. So yes, check out the other episodes. If you want to go deeper into the study of Ayurveda, we have an online course called The Essence of Ayurvedic Nutrition, which is related to the Brahma Mahurta because it's all about this thing in Ayurveda we call Agni, which means fire. And it's the metabolic fire within our body. Particularly, we have actually 13 main metabolic fires, main Agnis, but we have one main Agni in the stomach, which is the digestive fire. And that is regulated by the sun. So our Agni our metabolism and digestion is doing different functions according to the sun, going through different cycles in the day and also different cycles in the night and different cycles in the season, in the cosmic weather, the planet, terry movements, all these things. So the main idea of this course is the essence of Ayurvedic nutrition is to teach you these principles of Ayurvedic nutrition so you can apply it to your unique situation. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes. Share this with a friend. It's much appreciated because this podcast, you know, it's a big job for us at Vital Veda. Luckily, we have a great team, but, you know, we've, we've had our times where we may have had to stop it. But anyway, my friend, I'm so glad we're here today with you. And join us next fortnight with Raghunath Kapo. What an awesome episode. The, the punk rocker from punk to bhakti. He's a bhakti fanatic and he's an amazing, beautiful man. So, so many more things to share with you. Until next time, much love.